Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Uh, welcome to this bonus episode. Just before we get into it, I'd like to put a little fun little trigger warning here for uh, mentions of suicide, self-harm, toxic relationships and mental health in general. If you are not feeling in the mood for that, please, please, please do not listen to this podcast. If you're not in a good place with all this corona and everything that's going on, maybe save this one till next week or just wait and listen to some more fun, more positive and uplifting podcasts. Um, and we will have another funny comedy field podcast for you as soon as possible. Um, and thank you for waiting and sorry for the delay. Um, please enjoy. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Hello. Hello, welcome to this extra little bonus episode yes. of the Busty Babes podcast. So, midweek. Mid, um, a cheeky midweek special. In case you haven't got enough of us. I know, I mean, who'd have thought it? We actually organised oh, ourselves. Crazy, man. So, today, um, going to be talking about something quite deep. Something quite deep. So, if you're not feeling in a very good place, maybe leave this podcast. Because. Wait till Friday. Yeah, just wait till the happy one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for those of you that have listened to our other episode, so yeah, you may have realised that in our second episode, it was quite short. It was only half an hour long, mm. and that was because we ended up going off on a tangent. What's As name? Per usual. Um, and we ended up getting onto a really dark story time. Yeah. It Can was, you call it, it was, a story time? I feel like story time's too light hearted. It was a bit of a story time. It was too much to put in that podcast. Is it? It, as much as it did yeah. link with our identity, it was too much to put in one podcast and I think we needed to talk about it separately. So you get the self-bonus episode. Yeah, so this isn't a thing to be like, oh, pity me, pity us. It's pity me. Pity me, please. My little violin. It's just, I feel like, I feel like it's good for us. Yeah, therapy. Because, exactly. It's basically a recorded therapy session. Yeah, so, I mean, our friendship is the strongest it's ever been. Yeah, bro. And it just... Yeah, right. And it just gets stronger and stronger <laughs> every day. Exactly. Um, and I don't know, I just, I feel like we're both in a, in a stable enough place to talk about it. So, what are we going to be talking about today, Rachel? Today, we are going to be talking about um, the beef. The beef? That happened in year, ele- when we were in year 11, so in our last year of school. And who was the beef between? Us two. Us two. And another person who and we should, person. We need to think of a code name. Um, we had a code name, but we didn't put it in, did we? Um, I think we should call them... <laughs> Something short and snappy because we're going to be saying it quite a lot. Um, we should call them... Jeff. Jeff, okay, but we're going to cut all this out. But God, that took so long, <laughs> Jesus so Christ. The code name we're going to use for the third person in the story is Jeff, because we, well, I'm not in any contact with that person. And we respect that person's... Um, anonymity. An- anonymity. And obviously people change through time, and, and I'm obviously still we've changed really and grown. And... genuinely petrified. Yeah. Like, my heart right now, just even thinking that we're going to be talking about this, is like... It is really intense. It's really It's really intense. I hadn't thought about this until for years until because yeah. it's been three years, two years since we left, three years since we left school. Yeah. Um, I hadn't thought about it in all that time until we recorded the identity episode. I think I said at the time, "Oh my god, like it's yeah. all coming back." It is, and that's why we. I think we need to put this in this. So, should we just get 
let's just it. get into it. So, so what's going to happen is Rachel's going to kind of give a time, I, time I, and I'm going to yeah. like, respond to it, basically. So this bit I sort of guessed. Yeah. But at the end of 2015, you and Jeff got together. We got together. Um, we got together. So just, just as a bit of a backup, me and Jeff have been best friends since primary school we've been best friends since we were four yeah so we've been best friends for like 12 years up until when this beef happened and we were we were literally best friends like we used to like have sleepovers and we used to like go on holiday with each other's families like we were like so close yeah really close and i kind of came in she was like my sister yeah i came into that like friendship as just yeah i wasn't i was Obviously, in a relationship with Jeff first, and then we, we became, became really close. And we did become really, really yeah. good friends. And I put here, we used to always go out as the three of us, yeah. which we did. And there are so many photos of us as a three. Yeah. And it's... It was almost like we were a throuple. But I didn't want to have sex with you. Well, no, without the sex <laughs> and the love, obviously. But, um, but no, we literally used to do everything together, didn't we? Yeah. When my mum was with her first girlfriend, her first girlfriend had two little kids and we used to take them out yeah. together. It was so... It, it we was were like a little little team. Yeah, definitely. And I also want to say that during the... bit Like, getting together with Jeff, there was a very traumatic event that happened to me. I don't really want to go into it right now. That's but fine. But that, I think that it will it probably enlighten a lot of why I stayed with that person because trauma bonding is a thing yeah and you um bond with someone if you've experienced trauma with them and they've been there for you for trauma because you feel like yeah google it we won't get into it but that is I think we should also just mention we're not gonna bad mouth Jeff we're literally gonna state the facts yeah because I I, I disagree with bad mouthing I used to be yeah. the biggest bitch I well I kind of still I am. think everyone has the right to defend themselves and every, Jeff might have changed you know you never know you never know everyone grows to a person exactly lovely. but I, I don't think it's fair to bad mouth no. because I think that's just lowering us to that yeah. person's level um, <laughs> so yeah so you guys got together at the very end of 2015 didn't yeah. you you were together for quite a while yeah. um, by late 2016 so a bit of a jump um, I felt that myself and Jeff had become very distant and me and you had become closer. closer i think it was in the september of 2016 we started doing we started planning for our drama exam didn't we yes and we i both decided, did gcse drama Woo, <laughs> can you tell? Um, and i decided to do the makeup for your group yes because you because quite a few of my friends were in your drama group to be fair there's like five or six of you yeah and I really loved your idea for your play because it was entirely devised. I think you, I knew you had so many good ideas for your makeup. I had well. so, sorry, I'm just having a drink. Not to big you up or anything, but you mm. had great ideas. And I don't know, I just, I really liked the group and the group idea and stuff like that. So I started working with you and we worked a lot closer um, than we ever had. And it was lovely. It was really nice until. Yeah, so <laughs> so I then add in a couple of details. So when my pops, when my granddad died in the October of 2016, I told Jeff she didn't give a shit. Yeah. You gave a shit. Yeah. You were genuinely, you, you just, you, you were just there. Yeah. She wasn't. I think it's very difficult to get into the headspace of someone who is grieving when you haven't had to go through that loss yourself. Yeah. But I think we 
but, De- I think that yeah. definitely brought us closer. Yeah, definitely. So we had we had death to bond over, but yeah, and I we think, did. I think that could have made Jeff feel excluded from the oh, yeah. friendship. But like, but at the same time, I wasn't. <laughs> you know, I when pops died, my granny had terminal cancer, and I was watching her die. I wasn't going to suddenly do a selfless act. Why yeah. the fuck would I? Yeah. I was watching the two people I love absolutely most in the world die. I do. Particularly... I'm not going to sit there and be like, well, if I was in your shoes, because I don't fucking give a shit about yeah. being in your shoes. I give a shit about how I'm feeling. Exactly. And I think that that whole... The idea that you had to justify, or at least... I don't even know how to explain it, but the idea that you had to somehow lessen your grief in order to fit mm. in in the space of the friendship is toxic in itself. Yeah. And then I put, when my granny died, so Pops died in the October, granny died in the December. Mm. I actually didn't tell Jeff first. Yeah. Because, I don't know, he just, he just wasn't the first on my list. Yeah. Just because I thought, they're not going to give a shit. No. Like, I think that, I think that was a turning point for you. And I was so depressed. Yeah. I just, I had no one. And the fact that Jeff had been, like, gradually distancing themselves throughout the year and stuff, I just really felt like I've got no one to grab onto. Yeah. Apart from you. And then that was kind of ruined um, when Jeff thought that we were... A lesbian couple. A lesbian couple. Um, There was a lot of, I think, insecurity on Jeff's behalf. Jeff had been done wrong before by previous people. But, but haven't um, we all? Yeah, we have. We all have, and I think it's it's very difficult because we could we could sit here and justify everything that happened and all the things that went wrong. But um, Jeff really seriously believed that Rachel was in love with me. Like Jen, but I didn't know. Yeah, I literally had no clue. And I wrote so on my sixteenth birthday when we all like when you all like the gr- how many of us were in our group at that time? Like five or six, seven. All of yeah. us went round, came round to my mum's where I was living at the time, and we all hung out. We all had a really nice day together. So my birthday was February twenty seventeen. Yeah. And I said everything was fine. Our group all hung out, had a cute day together. It was lovely. It was it such was a really nice day. Nice. We ordered McDonald's. It was so good. It was such a nice day. I think that's actually the last day we spent together as a group. Which is really sad. I feel like I could actually cry when I think about it because we were just so young and like we felt like it was the be all and end all yeah definitely but i don't know why i don't know i just feel like we we was when i look back on my younger self i i get sad because i'm like i see someone that was so damaged yeah and so in pain and i just want to help that person and like that day and everything like that it's just like one of the nice moments in that like all that trauma yeah. and damage and pain you know there was, it's nice to look back there on was no but it's al- tainted now yeah exactly like there was no alcohol involved we all laughed we all just kids we were just kids exactly we were 15 16 year old kids and you know we took so many photos together i think one of our friends had a polaroid didn't yeah. she yeah, yeah so yeah. we had loads of polaroids taken of all of us and my mum's puppy was like four months old, so yeah. we were all playing and we did, with the puppy. Oh, we did a great cover of Bohemian Rhapsody. We did an amazing. I wonder if that's still online somewhere. If that is still online, I I wish it was we could such post a it. Good, we ha- we have to yeah. we have to get permission for everyone to post it on our Instagram. Or we could just redo it. We could we. In fact, no, we're gonna redo it. We're gonna redo it. So move on. Um. So yeah, my birthday's in February. 
in the march i felt something was off with jeff couldn't really tell what it was um i put started rolling her eyes or tussing when i spoke and i really i think that was my anxiety to really pick that up um Mm. because as i say we were absolutely best friends we 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 didn't even just listen to every single word that we said to each other we fully Mm. we were there with them in their head connected we were so connected so when yeah and it was just really weird and i i just said there was a change in attitude but i wasn't sure why Mm. and i think it's important to know there was a lot of confusion in this time there was a lot of confusion and miscommunication i think yeah because at that time i know why jeff was upset with you but i had no idea yeah jeff was upset with you because one jeff thought that we you were in love with me and you were flirting with me all the time and oh it my was God. really why wouldn't awful I? For her. I mean I am the sexy beast I, <laughs> I just can't keep the ladies peeling off yeah. me with my top bun especially the straight ones exactly when I was dressed in my school uniform <laughs> exactly. with my two long skirt and my top bun and my spotty forehead I was like oh you look fit babes mm, lady material having an identity crisis thinking I was a man oh <laughs> yes I think we need to mention that yeah so probably now is a good time to mention at that time I was trans transgender I was transitioning I was going through the period of questioning my gender identity I looked stereotypically cis female gendered but everyone called me Theo everyone used he him pronouns when it was appropriate and I still wore a skirt I still wore trans cool like a girl <laughs> but I just wanted to be called a boy yeah and um Jeff also struggled with that struggled with his own identity yeah we won't go into that because it's not our story to tell but yeah all all you need to know is everyone was struggling there was a (laughs) lot of identity issues and um that might have just been a part of growing up it might have been caused by you know i think that really put a strain on our relationship as well as as in you and jeff's yeah mine and jeff's relationship as well as like would you like to go into that um it just was very competitive environment to be in with somebody. Really? Yeah. It was a very um, si- similar with the mental health issues because at that time I was struggling a lot with you my still mental are. health. I'm always struggling with mental health because it never goes away and I'm still trying to fix it and I will probably do a whole episode on that. And But at that time I was really in a bad way. And I was going through a lot of trauma at the time, and I was still in a very traumatic environment, a very unsafe environment. Still grieving. Still grieving. Everything was going on, and it was almost as if it was a competition to see who could have it worse. Which I just think is absolutely ridiculous. Because I I think why would you want to have it worse, man? I think I must have sensed something like that because that's maybe why I didn't talk to her so much about. So like when Granny was dying, it was. You know, you just can't even imagine it. Like, I can't imagine going through cancer, but I've watched somebody physically die in front of my eyes. It was awful. It it, it, awful. it, it was, and it I felt... It was an awful thing to experience. I just, I felt like my eyes had been opened in a way to, like, something entirely, to, like, a whole new perspective. And because she, because Jeff didn't have that, I really felt like... It was difficult. <laughs> yeah. And we were all young. And to be honest, I think... We're all you know trying to trying to figure ourselves out trying to figure each other out and trying to like grow up and it's so i think it's really hard because we were trying to break out because i think all of us in our group 
you know, every single one, we're all quite unique and we're all trying to break out of that mould, but we were struggling to break out of that mould without hurting everyone else. Exactly. And I was growing up so quickly because of everything that had happened and I don't think my... I don't think I was ready for it. No. And so, like, breaking the mould was kind of like shattering the mould and I sort of, like, broke out of it and maybe... I don't really really remember much about the time because I was so depressed yeah i was just so sad all the time do you know what will my brother is called will he had a meeting with the exam coordinator you know what i mean yeah um the other day and apparently she said that she knew me and we and we was like yeah no she really remembered you like really specifically remembered you and i was like it's probably because i sobbed the whole time i was with her i just i'm just the depressed one was it mrs master no it was miss g oh oh yeah anyway back to the timeline back to the timeline so i can't really remember Mm -hmm. when this was but i just said it kicked off over messenger do you remember it kicked off over um in drama didn't it did it do you remember when you were doing my makeup in drama and it kicked off in the final exam yeah no this is before oh my gosh so it kicked off over messenger yeah it started with jeff then you got involved yeah (laughs) um it was just just awful i didn't sleep at all that night yeah there was um i was told lies about you maybe jeff believed them to be true but they that's just that's jeff's opinion in my view they weren't true because um, they're not. I know now that they're not true, but at the time, I believed that Rachel was transphobic, and that Rachel was being transphobic, and that Rachel was this and that and blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. And it was very difficult to see past that, because if someone is being transphobic, then they're a bit of a dick, <laughs> and you probably but shouldn't I be very nice to them. I, but you just don't. Even though it wasn't true, like the reaction that it got was just insane i think it was so heightened as well by the fact that this person that i loved at the time was the only person i had in my life i was literally living on that person's floor like that um yeah i owed everything to jeff also jeff was incredibly popular yes everybody loved jeff everybody at school loved jeff for one reason or another and jeff was very sociable so Jeff would like always go out to parties and meet new people and everybody just seemed to love Jeff. Whereas I was very much, I'm not now, but I, at the time I was very shy and very reserved. Yeah. And I, my anxiety was insane. So I wouldn't go out unless I felt 100% comfortable. Yeah. So I don't know, Jeff just... Yeah. I think there was a lot of power and a lot of control and a lot of misuse of that power. Yeah. So yeah, I just I I I was just so confused because there just seemed to be this sudden change in attitude and mm. there was no real explanation because apparently it had all been going on without me knowing. Yeah, it, um, it was just all very confusing. But everyone seemed to know but you. And I remember. And no one would tell you. I remember messaging you saying, "Please just tell me what I've done wrong because I I can't." I was racking my brain like I haven't. I, I can't. I haven't done anything like yeah. since you had come out as trans. I've not that I'd walked on eggshells, but I felt like I'd You've definitely been, so been careful. I, and we yeah. had such we we had such an open communication with each other where we were like, if you had a question, you'd ask me. I'd say, well, that 
don't ask other people but you can ask me yeah you know what i mean it would be so open and communicative and i genuinely it i don't want to say it was gaslighting because it wasn't i don't want to say it was anything because it wasn't but i genuinely started to doubt my own like sanity because i was like i'm pretty sure i've never seen rachel heard rachel be transphobic i've never heard rachel do this i've never heard rachel do that but when the person you love the most of the world and the person that you your yeah. whole world centers around is telling you something and is telling mm. you that this something is the truth you just believe it yeah and then There's i was messaging you, you just like what the fuck's going on you like look i mean i remember you specifically saying I can't tell you right now because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> because... Because I don't. No, and I, I even wrote in my notes, I really tried to find out because I wanted to solve the issue and I didn't want to hurt my friend. Because at the time, I was just so upset that I'd hurt my friend. And I remember crying to my mum being like, she's so upset, but I don't know why. And I was like, well, just ask her. It's yeah. like, she won't tell me. Exactly. Like, there's no way... It's ridiculous. Yeah. So the next day... Oh my god, this day was awful. Uh, you and Jeff were with the school counsellor before school. Mm. In our school, we only have one school counsellor, so ultimately we they all shared the me. same counsellor. We spent so much time together. I I don't know. I feel a bit funny about him now. Not gonna lie. After this event, yeah. Um, so I was sat in tutor. I was in the same tutor group as Jeff. Yeah. And. They, you must have come up from the council's room, but you basically came upstairs and we our tutor room was in the art room, so we were like in like the studio, mm-hmm. like above the rest of the school. So there was like a separate set of separate flight of stairs, um, up to the art rooms, and all like every, you could hear every single step as she was walking up, and she was shouting at me as she was walking upstairs. Mm. The door was wide open. Everybody was looking at me. Um, She stood in the doorway, called me a pussy, told me to sort my shit out, that I can't face my own problems because I'm a fucking pussy. My tutor just sat there. I think he's a pussy, personally, (laughs) if we're going to get into it. Um, And I cried basically the whole day. And then in our first break... We, we had, like, really weird breaks at school. We had, like, a lunch break and then a short break in the morning. And the short break in the morning was literally 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So in that short break, um, we all sat in the counsellor's room. And we tried to sort it out. But I was just... I just... I was so confused. You know, she was counting on her fingers everything that I'd done. And I was like, but I haven't done that. Like, yeah. And then I'd say so where's the evidence she said oh it's on snapchat i haven't saved it it's like do you not see the fucking signs like and i just i i felt like i wasn't given time to talk every time i wanted to talk i was spoken over i then started having a panic attack so then i couldn't talk and i was just having so i had so many panic attacks that day and i really felt that that counselor was supporting jeff instead of me Mm. I very much felt like he was on both of your sides and that he was biased and that really came through in later counselling sessions as well. Yeah. Um he would say things and I was like, I don't I don't think you should be saying that if you want me to not kill myself. <laughs> like, I think genuinely. There was I had a very close connection with that counsellor because 
who was the one that was there for me in a lot of my crisis times, like a lot of my traumatic crisis yeah. times. Um, and I think that me and him had a really close relationship. And I don't know about him and Jeff. I always said that. Yeah. <laughs> I always said I know them. Him and Jeff, but me and him definitely had a close relationship. And from that observer's point of view, it felt like he was trying to keep the peace. But when you have someone who with such a... Um, I don't even know how to explain it. When someone is... She's literally like a hurricane and draws everything in to that one person all the time, constantly. Yeah. All, everything is like in that hurricane and it's very difficult not to get swept up in that. And I... I mean, I'm. I don't want to palm off all the blame onto this one person because I was being a dick. I was. I'm, I'm I just remember you. So there were three chairs in the room. It was a tiny, tiny room. Yeah. And the counsellor had one. I had one. Jeff had the other, and you just sat on the floor with your back to the wall. Yeah. And it was. You just weren't. You were just like staring into space. Mm. Because like we were so confused. Mm. I did I I had I think bigger fish to fry to be honest with you mm. um and I just tended to dis- I just I felt like it could have just been solved so easily but it just snowballed and snowballed and snowballed and it just it was like teenage drama that just went so over the top and I I don't think I'm even exaggerating it destroyed me it did. It full on. I know to some of the listeners it might seem like we're being very dramatic, but this literally, you have nobody. So you lost all of your friends. I you, lost two, you lost two of your closest friends. You lost all of your friends. Everybody in school knew and hated you. Everybody in school... Teachers had, used to ask me about it. Yeah, teachers used to ask you about it. You you didn't go to prom because of it. Yeah, this, this, yeah, this is in you'll my get onto that. Um, But no, the thing I hated most... The thing that I was scared of the most is that teachers would find out because I have there were quite a few teachers that because of my anxiety I didn't speak to for the whole time. Yeah. For like the whole three, four, five years that they were teaching me. So for them to suddenly come up to me and say, like, Are you are you okay? and expect me to not have a breakdown. Yeah. It's a bit much. It's a bit much. It's a bit much. Um and I after that mini counselling mediation therapy thing um, I just went to my lesson sobbing and I remember I said I remember the bell went to mark the end of break and I said look I've got to go still hyperventilating and sobbing and Jeff went so you don't want to fucking sort it out then and I was like I have I have to go to my lesson I've got coursework that's due in in like mm. a month's time and I need to like sort my shit out yeah. And I just, I don't think I could have handled the pressure of not getting my coursework done and all this social stuff. Um, obviously, but none of my friends, bar one person. We can't forget that one person. He yeah. was a fucking gem. Gem. Like, honestly, I, I, I'd be dead if it wasn't for him, mm. genuinely. Um, I felt that none of my friends, bar this person, were on my side or just didn't want to get involved. And then I, just like a passing thought, I thought, was this because she'd previously been slagging me off to them so they saw it coming? Mm. Had she? Yes. I don't want to say... To I only know what she's used to speak about to me, but it would it was brewing, I think. And there were just comments of, like, 
it was us being really close. It was like, oh, Rachel's really close to you. Rachel flirts with you all the time. Like, no, she doesn't. But I don't know how that would turn into me being transphobic. Because I think any small hint of something you do doing wrong, it could have been anything. I don't think it could. I don't think it's the the content of what you did or mm. what you evidently didn't what do. What I didn't do. Um, yeah. But like, I don't think it's that content. It's the fact that you she could put something on you. Do you think she knew that she would have such an effect? Yes. Really? Yeah. She really did. Like, I genuinely think that she she is one of those people that if you if she wants to destroy you and ruin your life she will and I'm kind of which is she's very determined person that's a great quality to have just not when you're yeah trying to hurt people and it did get to the point where everybody knew there were 120 people 100 120 to 130 people in our year every single one of them knew and every single one of them bar one hated me absolutely despised me nobody would sit next to me if we had to do group projects and lessons nobody wanted to go with me i did most of it on my own i i just didn't do anything like i just i ate lunch like on my own basically I like hovered between groups that looked like I wasn't on my own but I was on my own Mm. um it was awful and I don't want to be like let's make this about me for a second because I was (laughs) the one that was being horrible but um no it's fine I basically lost because I came into your friendship group and you all knew each other and you were all friends with each other for ages beforehand and I wasn't really close with anybody else in the friendship group apart from you and obviously Jeff because we were in a relationship yeah and I lost the only other person that didn't connect me to Jeff and I like I lost all of my old friends like none of them spoke to me when when something really traumatic happened to me when we first got together um Jeff kind of uh, unintentionally possibly maybe intentionally I don't know but isolated me from people that could have been there for me. I remember that so vividly. And I I remember a lot of your... I'm not calling them old friends, because now you've like rekindled your friendship with them. Mm. But they were like, so what? Why is, why, what's happening with Beth? And I was like, I know as much as you do. Like, Yeah. I think I... And then when, when this happened, and then I lost... I had to get rid of you as a friend... Because it wasn't, I couldn't be with Jeff and be friends with you. You were given like an ultimatum. I, I, she, I think she said to me, it's either Rachel or me. Like it's either you support me and you're on my side, or yeah. we can't do this. Yeah. And Jeff, at the time, was the only person that I could rely on. One of the only people I had was basically part time living at the house, and then I did move into the house for a little yeah. bit. Um, and I lost you, and then I lost everybody else. So basically, my whole world and my whole life revolved around Jeff and Jeff's family yeah. and Jeff's life, and I yeah. had nothing else. And I couldn't lose that because I would be homeless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would have no one. Well, next point I felt really unloved and vulnerable, and as if everyone hated me. And I felt, I can't, looking back at that, I don't even think that was just a thought. I think that was the truth. I think I'm everyone... I'm cry. I didn't <laughs> cry. But I do believe that 
you know, rumours spread, like rumours and gossip spread like wildfire, especially in a village like this. Yeah. And everyone just jumps to conclusions. Like, I would even try and, like, revise, like, study, like, with groups of people who were in my lessons who I wouldn't naturally, like, associate with. And even they didn't want to revise them there. I just can't imagine how lonely and isolating that would be. Because, I mean... We were. I feel like we were both isolated, but in different ways. Like I was mm. isolated, but I had Jeff, and whereas you were isolated, and you had like one other person, but that person wasn't somebody that you were like in love with. You know what I no, mean? No, no, they were just. But even then, like that person had other friends, and those other friends didn't like me because of what they'd heard. Yeah. And even now, it's difficult to build bridges with people from school who still believe. Yeah. Well, I, d- I don't know. I don't even know if they were told, like... They wouldn't... They weren't told the extent of it. They weren't told that you were being transphobic. They basically were told that all this different stuff, that you were being horrible. Really? That you were this, that you were that. That's so what I, I think. So when people, especially just after school, in, like, the September or whatever, um, they would say, like, so what actually happened between you and Jeff? And I'd be like, oh, I, I can't tell you. Yeah. And then that's even more incriminating because it's like, I'm embarrassed or guilty or something. Yeah. But I'm not. It's just that I can't... I, I, I didn't want to say anything in case it got me into more trouble. And the reason you couldn't say anything as well is because I wasn't out as transgender yeah. and neither was Jeff. Yeah. None. Neither of us were out as questioning our identities. Yeah. I wasn't out as transgender. None of it. Yeah. Um, and I said that I was so really confused because I was because in all fairness, we oh, did that's a common theme here. Yeah, confusion, genuine confusion. <laughs> but I, um, I think I mentioned it a couple of episodes ago where I said that I, I wouldn't say suffered, but I've had dissociation and yeah, I've re- like I've I've really experienced that, and I think something that I find really like unhealthy about my dissociation is my memory how poor my memory is yeah that is something i don't remember half the stuff that you've been spoke about but as you're saying it i can it's almost like i'm back there again yeah exactly like really intense yeah and it's like so i i then started to like question myself and i was like yeah what if i what if i did say it because my my dissociation was so bad that i i was forgetting everything especially that is literally the definition of gaslighting yeah gaslighted well, we're gonna go there. <laughs> you were, but as well as like having GCSEs to revise for and grieving for the two biggest figures in my life and this that, and the other, I had this dissociation which wasn't helping my memory, and then I had this going on, and I was like, I, I genuinely don't know. Mm. I yeah, that must have been such a hard place to be. With. Now but, I know. Think yeah, thinking that everybody hated you, and then thinking, oh, maybe there's a reason that they hate me. Maybe they're right. Yeah it's just it's it's even worse Mm. um by i can't even remember what point of march it was whether it was beginning middle or end but it was at some point in march but it got to the point where every single day i was having multiple panic attacks Mm. i'd sit in cheetah jeff would be there i'd have a panic attack i'd go to my first lesson i'd have a panic attack i'd go to my second lesson i'd have a panic attack i'd go to break and not have anyone to hang out with I'd have another panic attack. I was having... It was tiring. And then I'd go home and do, like, four hours worth of revision. Mm. And then I'd go to sleep and 
you know, try not to kill myself. Mm. Because that, I hadn't, up until this time, I hadn't self-harmed in like, oh, I don't even know how long, maybe like a year. I'd gone a year free and then I just started again. Mm. I think it's important to put here as well that whilst that was going on for you, me and Jeff were also experiencing like difficulties with ourselves and like experiencing struggles i know that i i'm not going to speak for jeff because that's i would don't want to do that but i know that i was struggling with self-harm and eating disorder yeah and everything and all of that kind of stuff and yeah. I, to be honest with you i felt so disassociated from the situation between you and jeff it almost like for me i just because everything there was so much else going on for me i just kind of like didn't even think about yeah it. um I don't know why, but I felt more emotionally connected to this happening. Maybe because it was in my everyday life and I had to face it every single day yeah. head on. And looking back, I don't really know how I did it. I don't know. But how I, I, I don't know how you survived. I really <laughs> don't. But I don't know why I suffered this more than my grandparents dying. Because my grandparents dying was such a massive, massive thing. I think maybe possibly because your grandparents dying is such a massive thing to even think about to even comprehend that yeah. it's so difficult for your brain to be like well, well what the heck is even now there? i don't believe that they're yeah. dead but it's yeah. easier to comprehend the fact that somebody hates you and that all of this happened to you because you have the evidence that it did and it's easier I'm, to yeah it's easier to process it and it's it, it affects you more emotionally because you've processed it yeah whereas your grandparents death is you haven't processed it as much because it's so difficult to come to yeah um, so in the April of 2017, we had our drama exam, I and I remember that. hearing somewhere along the grapevine that you were only keeping the peace with me because we had the drama exam to do, and we had to spend six hours together solidly, um, and it was an awful day. I had panic attacks every day. I think something kicked off, but I can't really remember what. I remember going into the hall because we had this big hall in our school and something happened with Sam. It was Sam and you and Court. What happened? Jeff popped off. Um, Sam had said something. Jeff walked into the hall, had a massive go at Sam, was like, really? how do you say that? How do you say this? Blah, blah, blah. And Sam was just like, what the heck? What the heck's going on? And I, I was, I literally don't remember any of this. You weren't there. And then I had to go in and I had to like, kind of like back Jeff up because. That's what you do. It's a good girlfriend. Exactly. And then I remember going up and I remember having to sit down right after that had happened. And what I, I think what, what even started like happening is like, okay, all of this, because obviously Jeff was really upset with me as well. And I could see that Jeff was in pain. And it was constantly reiterating to me, okay, this person is the reason that the person you love the most is in pain. This person is the reason that you're struggling right now. This person is the reason that everything's going wrong for you. This person, this person, this person. And that person just happened to be you, even though it wasn't your fault. So I literally had to go from seeing someone who I loved so much in pain (laughs) and then having to go sit with the person that caused that, supposedly. Um, and I get that and I was so scared I was so scared the whole day that something was going to kick off mm. and I remember we had to get there well I had to get there quite early so school started at like quarter to nine or whatever I got there at like eight mm. um, and I was setting up my kit and 
you came in and then Jeff came in and I was like, fuck's sake. Because I was really hoping that I could get like a word in with you just like, no, no. I don't even know what I was going to say, but I was just hoping to get a word in. I think what I'm, I even remember thinking at the time, she couldn't have even waited for my drama exam to be over. She couldn't have even just, just like give it like a day, just a day without any drama, a day without any beef. And I, I and she sat there and watched me as I, so basically throughout the day, I think the exam started at like two or whatever. So I started doing the makeup at like eight, but then I would do top ups throughout the day. So I put on like your first yeah. bit of makeup and um, she just sat there, she just sat there watching. And I was, she I would not I, leave us alone in the room together. <laughs> no, I was shaking. I was so scared. Mm. I, I, I remember you putting the makeup on my face and looking like, yeah, I was so, so scared. Yeah. Especially like, yeah, I was just so scared. Not only did I just have exam stress, I had the gen- general stress of like, just being publicly humiliated yet again. Um, so as soon as it was over, like, and I'm literally talking that night, you sent me a paragraph, would you yes. call it that? It was like, war and peace it was huge and it was an essay and i showed my mom and i was like that's it i'm just gonna i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna what's the point everybody fucking hates me beth kept the peace just for the exam that's it i'm just gonna fucking do it and my mom was like no you can't Mm. i just self-harmed vigorously instead because Mm. it's the only way i thought you know i've I, i genuinely felt like i needed it like i needed to like you know you have some people cry and they get a release from that and then they feel quite good about the release i used to get that from self-harming and i it was just yeah and then i had other people messaging me from school telling me to go kill myself how can i live with myself and ultimately i was just suicidal it was awful it was the worst i had time no idea of the extent of it and i feel like i just added to the I felt like everybody added to it like even the people that weren't like messaging me or it's the silence of the people that it's the silence and it's the fact that they didn't offer any support didn't offer any help they just they just didn't do anything they didn't ever send me a message like you know I hope everything's okay I'm here for the chat I didn't completely alone I apart from Sam I didn't have anyone and I just I just I felt I just felt helpless yeah I I didn't trust the counsellor anymore because he was or I thought he was appearing biased whether yeah. he was or wasn't Have I don't really know. Have you gone into the hacking of your Facebook account? No, I completely forgot about that. That happened in May. Do you want to go into that because I don't really know much about I'm it. I'm happy to go into that. Um, I remember it vividly because it was around the time that my stepdad died of cancer. Yeah. So throughout all of this my stepdad was dying of cancer yeah um and the the, in the lead up to this um he died he passed away and it i feel like the argument had kind of died down i don't think there was it was as active as it was but you were still very much hated it was like bubbling yeah it was but i like everyone hated me but i was just trying to keep my head down because i just didn't want any and i think it was kind of blowing over and it was almost like if if it had just carried on blowing over, it would have been fine. It would everything would have been okay. But I don't think Jeff could deal with it just being okay. Um, so Jeff 
apparently definitely did i still have like the records of who's logged onto my facebook i know when. i know well i definitely know that they um logged onto your facebook but apparently a notification popped up on their phone and it was from your facebook and not their facebook because you had logged into their facebook your facebook on their phone and they still had your login saved. by the way that was like nine months before yeah this even kicked so off. i have a feeling that they even even if even if it was they accidentally clicked on the notification and got into your account somehow um they still hacked into your account and it's still very much illegal it is illegal and i was very close to going to the police but uh, I, I i wasn't emotionally strong enough no and i i i it at that point i i wish i still had the messages but um they told me and they sent me screenshots of your personal messages and i said what the heck do you think you're doing like what the actual fuck do you think and you're i was doing? just so confused i was like i i honestly thought people were watching me constantly because i was like right so this has happened and i don't remember it happening i'm really confused i, I don't understand where they got it from and now these messages have come up and obviously you know i don't know how many messages you send a day but i probably send hundreds of messages mm-hmm. a day i don't remember every single message i sent mm-hmm. so i was a bit like did i did i did i obviously i had because it was there in black and white but they were nothing in comparison to the messages that I had been sent. Exactly. And uh, if you, you could pull up, I bet you anything, if you pulled up anybody's messages on their phone, there would be something on there that would be awful. Incriminating, yeah. Ruin them. And I think the things that we were saying were like, oh, Jeff's fat or, you know, things yeah. like that. Whereas I was getting messages telling me to go kill myself. I mean, there was your ex-boyfriend now my now your boyfriend boyfriend at the time he was a piece of work and obviously we both (laughs) agree with that now we both were very toxic people but he did put in that he wanted to slit our throats and watch the life drain out of our eyes oh my god i completely forgot about that yeah and you i remember seeing in the messages you were just like okay i think he took it like I don't know why. He just got really involved with it. Took it very far. And I then... It's like he was dragging it on further as well as Jeff was. Yeah. Whereas I was kind of ready for it Only to be over it. and done with. And Jeff at that point uh, messaged me those messages and I said, what are you doing? You have to delete that login from your phone. You can't do that. That yeah. is... I like, it's fine for you to not like this. Like, you not like Rachel. That's fine. You can have your opinion. I will support you 100%. But do not do this you have to promise me you're not going to do that again yeah and she was like you know i won't do that again don't worry about it um it's just and then obviously i was like these messages are awful um i'm so sorry that this has happened to you um also by the way um it's my stepdad's funeral tomorrow or something like that it was my stepdad's funeral on a couple of days and i was like can you just keep the argument to bay and if you're gonna have an argument i don't want to hear about it and if you're gonna have a problem i don't want to hear about it i don't want it posted on the group chat because we had a group chat with all the friends in it that you wanted yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then even though it's named after my vagina it was named after that we'll get into that yeah, another time <laughs> another time um, but yeah and then the day that i was burying basically the person who was my dad um she posted screenshots of your messages in the group chat after she'd hacked in for a second time after she'd hacked in for a second time after she promised me she wouldn't um and then every single person on the group chat comforted her and i got no messages from anyone that day 
not at all. Regarding Dave's funeral? Um, regarding Dave's funeral, regarding Dave as my stepdad, regarding how I was doing. Um, I got no messages from anyone. And she started beef with you, I think, on that day. She started an argument with you and posted it in the group chat. And I remember getting off, like getting back on, literally at the wake, getting on my messenger and all I saw was like, okay, Jeff's had an argument with Rachel. Um, she's hacked into their account again. She's lied to me and nobody cares about what's going on with me and I'm yeah. really struggling at the moment. And I remember having an argument about that and I remember apologising. You apologised for the way you were feeling? Yes, I remember apologising and saying, I'm so sorry. That's so shit. I know. It was awful. And that is kind of when the um, cracks started to show, I think, in a bit of... I started to doubt a little bit that... But, you know, considering this started in March, why you continue... Like, most school dramas, you get over it within a few days. I don't know why this continues so long. No, but it kind of... It just, like, worsened it and worsened it and worsened it. And... I mean, we didn't, we didn't speak until... What, when did we start speaking? It's on my timeline, Oh, it's on your timeline. So, I then said that in the April 2017, I met my now ex-boyfriend. Lol, yeah. what a fuck up. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I said he seemed like a saviour when actually I was weak enough to manipulate, which I do stand by. Yes. Um, in the June, it was prom, and despite buying my dress, my ticket, which was non-refundable etc i didn't go yeah i spent like 300 pounds and me and jeff went to prom yeah i didn't we all know about it yeah jeez don't <laughs> um but just i even got so i so for prom i was meant to go in a car with some of the friends from the group who i hadn't had a you know i hadn't had a bad word with um they uninvited me from the car outside of mass revision yeah and i remember going back into mass revision sobbing grabbing my bag grabbing my work whatever just storming off and everyone was looking and i was like it's another breakdown guys you should you should expect it by now like it was awful i just i think that is one of the worst like obviously everything is terrible and but it it was just so not like that person to do that and i was like did jeff make them do that because I, i remember I remember this girl being like, I just think it's not was the best this? idea. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember this. I just remember her saying, like, I don't think it's the best idea if you come with us anymore. Yeah. And I was like, what? And she was like, I just, with everything that's going on, I, I just think I'd rather take XYZ person instead of you. I remember having conversations with that person and Jeff, and they were talking about how they were gonna uninvite you from the car yeah prom. and it was awful it felt awful i think all along it is kind of like my fault because i can say as much as i can say like i was in i wasn't in a very good place and everything was going on but i ignored like the horrible the things that were happening yeah. to you and i and i still like that's why i was so angry with you and others in the group who hadn't said what well, you had said stuff yeah. but like that's why i was so angry at people that hadn't said stuff because i was like well you didn't ever stick up for me yeah they just completely ignored everything that happened to you and even though i knew it was wrong and i could have done something at any point to stop it i didn't 
and that's on me that's not on Jeff that's not on anyone else that's on me Man. and everyone else you know there's yeah. 120 other people that could have helped me you know and exactly. that that was very much the thing that I stood by that if I hadn't met my now ex-boyfriend chances are I would be dead yeah and that's why for so long I didn't speak to you and for so long I didn't even you know the thought of forgiving you was just too much because I it thought it was so big it was huge and I was like but if it wasn't for that person then you know I, I, I'd be fucking six feet under exactly you know I just I I was just so ready I was just like what's the point I've got nothing to live for probably gonna fuck up all my exams anyway so I won't have the grades to get into college to do the A-levels I want because I am so and fucked this just this is just the fact that you're still here and the fact that you made it to college and you're still here and you're working now and you have a good life and you have a good friendship and we're friends now is proof that whatever anybody is going through it does get better like obviously Mm. friendship drama is normal but this is not friendship drama this is just i don't even know what this was it was just like a whirlwind it was awful it was so bad I, i honestly i don't remember very much other than the very very low points like I literally remember every single time that I self-harmed and every single time that I went to go kill myself and I just didn't Mm. because something stopped me. It was absolutely awful. And I just... I just cannot... I know I've apologised many times for everything that's gone on, but there is nothing I don't think I will ever do to fully make up for everything that happened because you can't you can't take back what's going on on going on it does still scare me the thought of if i because i know that i was in a very awful toxic relationship and that is another story for another time if you ever want to get really depressed we could do another bonus episode (laughs) (laughs) if you really really want to bummer yeah um even though he was absolutely awful for me he was somebody that gave me something to live for yeah and even though it ended up being Yes, I was weak enough to manipulate. At least he kept me alive. Yeah. I'm so happy that you're here today. Yeah. Still standing. Yeah, sorry. So in (laughs) September of 2017, I started college. And I knew that we were going to be doing a couple of the same courses. We were doing two of the same courses. Two out of three. And we ended up in the exact same class. And considering... So we did the shared lesson the shared subjects that we did were photography and graphics and they're really popular especially yeah. at this college that we went to because it's really well known for it what were the odds out of three classes yeah. and at this point <laughs> i was still with jess i've been with jeff for about a year and a bit no 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 two, nearly two years nearly two years nearly yeah. two years mm. oh my god so i said that we were in the same class and i just i honestly you were portraying as your trans yeah are we going to say the name? Yeah, I was basically... I'd cut all my hair off. I was male, Theo, like, through and through. Um, yeah, even your name on the register was Theo. Yeah, everything was Theo. And I completely presented to me. I remember walking into my classroom, seeing you and going, like, I can't do this. I don't want to be here. Because... I felt the exact same. Exactly. It's so weird. And when we like now we talk about it, we're literally like... I generally was so like scared and upset of you if that makes sense i was so scared of you exactly it's and so even shit. now i'm scared of jeff and uh, i wasn't gonna say that 
because I don't want Jeff to have that power over me. But, you know, there was a bit of a thing that happened today and may have potentially seen Jeff and it freaked me out. It really freaked me out and nearly had a panic attack. I think every time, even when I see pictures of Jeff, I I think at college there was a lot of distance from it all. And though I was... I was slowly distancing myself from Jeff. But it kind of helped that you went to different... You yeah. went on to do different things. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just all my problems were following me. And maybe it was just my head, but I really felt that people in college didn't like me, presumably because of stuff that you told them. Mm. Um, and I really struggled to make friends in college. I think I only have three friends from college. And it was it was like... A, a thousand student college and I've only got three friends I generally I think the thing with college I didn't really speak to anyone about you to be honest I know that you spoke to a person I spoke to Char oh I won't say their name yeah no but I know who you mean though I spoke to that person about it but that was because um I can't remember how it came up in the conversation but we were talking about my obviously girlfriend at the time and everything that had gone on and I was like oh I know that person like in the class but I don't really sp- I didn't really speak to anyone else about you um college wise and it was just all like and we had one mutual friend in the graphics class and that was kind of like I think it diffused a lot of tension I think yeah like being in the same classrooms being in such close proximity with each other I kind of realised we were it. literally like two computers away from each I other literally, I literally <laughs> and considering I was so scared of you yeah I, I was I realised that you weren't I think slowly I was like, mm, can this person really be this monster, this terrifying, like, evil, I, I was just absolutely petrified, yeah. genuinely. Like, um, and I was I, very intimidating. Yeah, you were. I was like, You're very scary as a man. I know. Um, beat someone up. I was really shy and I was scared of making friends. And that's the bit that's saddest because I really wish I'd had the confidence in school and in college that I do now. Um, because I, I would have probably enjoyed it. You so were so more. like so much to give, I think, to people as well as a friend. Yeah. <sighs> I do. I really well. I used to really put my oh my god, that was a oh my god, that scared the bejesus out of me. Um, I really do. I really did put my heart and soul into my friendships when I was younger. But now I'm way more reserved because I'm like, well, nags are probably gonna fuck me over. Trust issues. Yeah, even in friendships. Stays on forever, man. Yeah. So, these are the last two points I've got. Ah, we're getting to the end. This is supposed to be a short bonus episode, but it's going to be I so know. long. I know. So, this is like the happier bit. Yeah. Uh, this bit's sort of tainted with sadness, but it's okay. Um, so, in June of 2018, so we're skipping forward like nine months. Mm. So, you dropped photography. <laughs> Mood. So... <laughs> So you didn't have to do any work towards the end of the year. You just sort of like dicked about in the computers, basically. Yeah. And I'd finished all my set work. So we got chatting mm. in lesson. We just got chatting. We sorted our shit out within the space of about three hours. How long had you been single by that point? This was June. Oh, God. Like six months? Yeah, it wouldn't have been long. In fact, I think it would have been like four months. I don't think it would have been very long. Yeah. I think I was still sleeping with jeff at the time yeah um well done you well done me really proud um i was still like um kind of speaking to seeing involved with jeff but i wasn't really with with jeff yeah Kept making so mistakes, <laughs> so yeah we just got talking about it 
and we sorted everything out because you were single and you could see it in a different perspective and yeah. you t- you informed me of everything yeah. and we actually got kicked out of the classroom because we chatted too much do you remember we had to go sit in the hallway and we just chatted for the rest of the time I don't remember that but yeah I remember that so vividly um, and I said we had good deep chats for like three hours we did however however my now ex-boyfriend didn't like it because we were still together at the time Wanker. I know <laughs> We actually took a photo of us together, didn't we? Yeah. He made me delete it. We had added each other on socials. I had to delete you on all socials. Wanker. He was really pissy at me. He was like, his sort of argument was, well, why would you want to be friends with that person when she made you so low? If it wasn't for me, you'd be dead. Yeah. Which you had a point. You know what that sounds like? manipulation exactly and so i had to promise to not speak to you again oh there's a bit of a recurring theme here yeah wow i feel like you were told the same like like, (laughs) just over a year before that how the tables have turned i know and then we skipped to april 2019 so nearly a year ago yeah i was single for a month yeah my boyfriend broken up with me in the march yeah and i felt free yeah and I, I think I reached out to you first. I think I messaged you. And I was so, so nervous. And I had found my fanny at this point. Yes, you, you were Beth again. I was Beth again. Yeah, you found a fanny. Detransitioning, in the process of detransitioning. I was also in another relationship. Yeah. But that had just ended as well. That was on the verge of ending when we first... Oh, God, yeah. No, it yeah. was on the verge of ending. Um, so I, I messaged you first. I started to branch out. And we just got chatting, and it was a little bit awkward at first, but then, because I was doing photography, I was like, yeah. why don't we just do photo shoot together, you yeah. know, nothing to break the tension. You know, the like, day that we did that photo shoot, I was supposed to go and see my girlfriend at the time, and I couldn't, because I was doing a photo shoot with you, and I was, I said to her that I couldn't, because I was doing a photo shoot with you, and I think, like, the next day we broke up. <laughs> it was so funny. I know, I'm just a heartbreak. It was so I? funny because we were. I was, she was literally like, "You never make time for me," and I was like, oh, "You know, I am becoming a completely different person now, and I don't think you know." It was all like, it was, so... it was, "We're gonna talk about your theoness." Yeah, and I literally, I, I was like, "Um, yeah, I don't I think she, I don't. I hadn't told her family yet, and yet I was doing a bloody photo shoot in a skirt with like makeup yeah. on my face and like everything sorted, and yeah. like." It felt so freeing and weird, but like I hadn't even spoken to her family. They still expect to be a man. So every time I went around to her house, I just pretended to be a boy. It's very funny. It was awful. <laughs> so yeah, so we started this shoot at like three in the afternoon. I got home at like eight. We at night. chatted so we long. Ch- and we I put we resorted our shit out. Yeah, we, we so- did. I think we did. We did the pre. We did this the prequel and then the sequel. Yeah, and I feel like we just. Oh, I don't know, but I just I feel like we needed some time to like clear the air and discuss yeah. it all. And I I do feel awful that we wasted ten months of not being friends. I know because we're such close friends now, and I genuinely exactly. think you bring so much to my life. Oh, and oh, I too sweet. No, I don't know what. I don't regret being with Jeff, and I don't regret our friendships, like and the way it happened because I think it was beautiful when it it was like good. But when it was bad, it was awful. It was, it, it was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, my final point is we went back to normal straight away. Exactly. And now we have a podcast together. It's our little baby. And from then on, we've been on many adventures. Many drunken. Drunken adventures. Yeah. And I 
genuinely am so glad that we've come from that to where we are now. Who would have thought it? Like, this time three years ago. I don't know what the date is now. It's the 10th of March. If you had told me this time three years ago that we would have been friends, I would be like, lol. <laughs> lol. See You're you funny. Later. You're funny one. I, I just, if you told me this time three years ago that I was still alive. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, just. I don't think either of us expected to make it this far in life. And the fact that we're both here and the fact that we're both friends, yeah. I think, really proves something Sorry, amazing. that was my phone telling me I had a low battery. <gasps> oh, you know what? <laughs> I just think, and even though I don't reply to your messages... <laughs> Ever. Thanks Ever. for that, babes. And I, like, do do full-on, like, weeks where I just don't talk to you at all. I think we're still the closest we've ever been and I'm blessed to have you in my life as well. Oh, you're so cute. And I'm so glad that you didn't end your life. I actually, thank you. I So am I. Mood. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm just, I don't know, I, I really wish we didn't have to go through that really crappy time to get to this point now. I don't think we would be as close as we are now if we hadn't. No, definitely Because not. I think we have a better understanding of each other because I had an understanding of what you experienced in your relationship because it was so similar to what I experienced in my relationship. Yeah, no, definitely. And I get that. And I now see why you did certain things in your relationship because there are certain things that I had to do in my relationship to keep it alive, keep exactly. it, keep the peace sort of thing. And I think a good thing to end on for this is if you are experiencing struggles and difficulties, just think it does get better and you will get out of it. And even when it doesn't seem like it, I genuinely thought it was never like I genuinely thought I'd never see happiness, feel yeah. happiness again. But it's it awful. can happen. It can happen. And friends aren't friends that wait. What am I trying to say? Friends are dicks. <laughs> friends are dicks, though. No. <laughs> friends that you have now won't be your friends forever. And friends that you you may not even know your friends yet. You may not even know the people that you're truly yeah. going to be close to. But you will always find your subculture. Yeah. And people... I think nobody is inherently bad or good. People just make bad and good decisions. Yeah. And forgiveness and kindness and love is so key. And that's something that's so important to us. And that's what I've found most important from this is the forgiveness side of it. I felt... Yeah. I felt like holding on to all this hate and all this anger and all this fear was just pulling me down so much. And then as soon as I said, I forgive you, yeah, everything was lifted off my shoulders. It's weird because I feel like I felt like I w- had been done wrong by, but it wasn't I had to forgive someone that didn't exist. It was almost like I had to forgive a Rachel that wasn't there. I was like, okay, I forgive because you. Because there is, n- and that was my defence, you know, three years ago. I would never even think to say those things. Exactly. And I w- it was almost like forgiving this monster that Jeff had created almost took the power away from Jeff as well because our friendship is the thing that I believe that Jeff wanted the least because they were so worried about losing both of us or losing one of us you know what I mean Yeah. it's the insecurity and the, the need for control I wonder what Jeff thinks about our friendship now. Probably hates it. But if you're listening, Jeff, I hope you're doing a lot better. I hope you've kind of grown from the experience. Right. I feel like that that oh, draws that us so nice. this bonus episode to a, a close. I mean, it's not been very short, but it's worth it. I think so. And it, yeah. If you've made it through, 
Well done. Congratulations. We love you. Um, Um, We love each other. If you've been affected by anything that we've said or if anything that we've said is like similar to what you're going through, then, you know, talk to us. Reach out to us and talk to a professional, somebody that you can speak to. Yeah, we're not professionals, but if you don't feel like you can speak to a professional or you don't feel like you want to, like, talk down the phone to somebody on Samaritans or whatever just hit us up just send us a message message us we message your if you have a family member you can speak to if you have someone at school you can speak to a teacher if it's someone in your life that you can speak to a friend um we'll we'll have the hotline for things in our bio um and just look after yourselves exactly and you know always put yourself first always put yourself first so if that means picking up the phone and calling Samaritans or calling Childline or messaging us. Do it. Do it. We love you. Look after yourselves. We love you lots and lots. And we'll see you on Friday. Wow. I'm a little wasteful. I'm having a little break. This is Velcro. I wonder if they can hear Actually, it. let's do it. The ice and all. <laughs> good night. No, no. Hi. 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 And good night, Florence. <laughs> 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 oh, so we can save that as a blooper for another episode. But I don't think it's appropriate for this one. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Anyway, so where did we get to? Continuing on.